For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, Win Daily Sports family? We're back at it again after a successful opening day, MLB 2023. We're here to break down the Friday slate, the second day of MLB. It's me, Dave Gleckner, and I got Jason Mizrahi here, and we're going to rock and roll and give you it all coming up shortly here after the intro. All right, Jay, I got to lay it out there right away. Phillies lose, Mets win. You got me. You're at 1-0. All right. You know, good start to 2023 for you, even though it started with a little bad news. Yeah, I'm wearing the all black for uh, Verlander today. Yeah. Um, Yankees fans, I grow up, you know, I'm in New York, man. So I got the Yankees fans texting me this morning saying, you know, have a happy opening day. And I know they're spitefully just waiting to – shoot me with a dagger text that says Verlander's out. Why you signed this 40 year old guy? So I hit him with some expletives back before he even got the chance to, uh, to drop that on me. So yeah, look, they won today. You lose Verlander for however long we lost Diaz in the world baseball classic. So it's kind of how the Mets ride, man. They ride just to like, just daggers to the heart um, all season long. So they come early, they come late. You know, the Mets are very giving when they give out these daggers. So, but look, we start 1-0. You guys start with a loss. Nola got touched up. You guys scored a bunch of runs. But, you know, we'll see. It's very, very, very early. I know you got the Angels hat on right now. You got you got the Angels, you know, maybe playing some meaningful games. But I kind of think they're still the Angels. So, you know, I'd love to see Otani come to the Mets. You know, maybe midseason, maybe next season. Uh, we'll pay him all the money, man. All right, and Otani's about to throw a pitch in just about the next hour here tonight as the Angels get going with their season shortly. But we're breaking down the Friday slate here, and we will get similar to what we did last night with Tony. We'll get into our DFS plays, our aces, our stacks, and then we'll give you a little bit of our bets for tomorrow, and then we're going to load our props into Discord. So for you, you know, you subscribers out there, you obviously know our prop channel, but you new to Win Daily, you can get in the Discord and get into our prop area and see exactly what we're trying to lay out and why we lay it out. We have a method to the madness, and there are a lot of people adding their props daily. And we've just been raking in some money. Jason, I know you've been hitting the basketball props. Yeah, three and one last night. I uh, got all the rebounds in, so felt good about that. Uh, we'll be, be we'll be launching our prop models for MLB and NBA on the site soon, too. So our guy Ghost has been in the lab. Our projection models are up for – all DFS, all your daily fantasy needs. Um, we got a lot of new tools coming along the way, so make sure you check it out. But, Dave, kind of weird, man. You have, like, opening day, all the excitement of opening day, and then you go to a five-game schedule, which is just – like, I don't even know what people are doing on Friday now. Like, do they just rest – everybody's just resting up? Is everybody traveling? They played one game. Like, it's, like, weird scheduling, but 
Uh, we have five games. Mets are facing off against the Marlins. I'll go through the lines real quick. Mets slight favorites at, at minus 115 on DraftKings right now. Over under a J, you know, David Peterson and Jesus Lazardo going out. Uh, then you got Lance Lynn against Christian Javier. Over under seven and a half. Astros champs favored by 165. Rockies got Freeland going against Nick Martinez and the Padres. Padres are going to be favorites with an over under of eight there. And then you got McKenzie down for the Guardians, Dave. Mm-hmm. And you got a guy coming in that was supposed to be a reliever in game two. Um, Hunter Gaddis here going against Robbie Ray in Seattle. Seattle's favorite minus 165 over under seven and a half. And the last game of the slate, um, D-backs, Dodgers, Dustin May, minus 190 favorite uh, over under of eight. Dave, where do you want to start? Do you want to start pitchers, hitters here? What's your thoughts? Yeah, let's start pitchers. And, and you know, we got to start the top. We got to start Robbie Ray. I know last year we, you know, we could – mumble his name under our breath. We were never confident taking a Robbie Ray game unless he was going against the Angels because they just struck out a ton. But other than that, you know, he was very volatile. But he comes through spring training this year. They said he's trimmed down, you know, 10, 15 pounds, looks a lot thinner, had a great spring training. I think he's got a good matchup with Cleveland. The one thing we knew about Cleveland last year is they were very um, contact prone. They didn't strike out a ton. They were tough for pitchers to get out because they just – they found a way to make contact a lot. But I think when you get Robbie Ray up in uh, Seattle in his home spot, coming off that good spring training, and only 9,200 for an ace on a five-game slate, I think we're getting him cheap. So I do think there's some value in playing Robbie Ray tomorrow. Yeah, the one guy I'm going to look to first, if you don't go Robbie Ray, it's going to be Christian Javier here. He's $8,200 on DraftKings. Guy was legit, you know, ace status last year, pretty consistent late in the year consistent in the playoffs. I always worry about the Astros, you know, pulling their young guys a little bit too early. That'd be my one concern here with Javier, but he's coming in as a favorite, um, minus 165, total seven and a half. You know, them in Seattle have the two lowest totals, two biggest favorites outside of of Dustin May here, who's got an electric arm that's definitely in play as well. Um, But that's what I'm looking at, man. You know, if I'm going on DraftKings, Ray or Javier, you get the two favorites. You're building for DFS. If you haven't built for DFS on DraftKings and FanDuel, you want strikeout guys. You want guys that can potentially get the wins, go deep in games. And it looks like Javier and Ray is probably your best combination. Um, thoughts on Dustin May, though? Young kid. He's got the fro coming out the back. You know, easy a- somewhat matchup here. You know, one of the easier matchups. Is he a guy that you're you're looking at against Arizona? I am, but I'll be honest, I'm not super pumped about Dustin May in this matchup. I actually think Arizona has improved offensively, you know, with the addition of Corbin Carroll full-time. I think, you know, they have a few other pieces that they've added to the lineup, like Moreno, a catcher. And I, I for me, May is going to be good this year. I think I like him, you know, as we progress during the season. I think I'm going to fade him early. I think they're going to baby him um, out of the gates. I, I'd look to a guy like Lazardo if I was going to – Get off the track. I know Mets hit the lefties well, but Lazaro is a proven pitcher at least, and I think we could get you know eighty pitches out of Lazaro. So at seventy, what three hundred, he probably be in my backup plan. May not yet. Yeah, I think Lazaro definitely a good spot. Electric lefty. And what was worse, Dave? What was worse again? The Verlander text was getting the picture 
of Pete Alonso walking in today. I don't know if you saw it, but no. not a fan of his outfit, man. He is looking like he was walking with a handbag, had some weird pants on. Not really oh, okay. a big fan of the look. Um, oh. But look, these NBA players, you know, got me baffled sometimes. I guess the MLB guys are trying to fit in as well, but not a good look for Pete Alonso, but potentially a decent matchup for Lazardo. Mets were, you know, somewhat quiet early, but they were going against Alcantara, different arm than Lazardo. Lazardo is electric, but he can get in trouble too. So uh, I like that call. He's fairly priced. He has a K upside. He's pitched deep in games. Um, he's faced the Mets before, you know, last year, not so good. Nine innings, seven earned runs, but it looked like he was good in his last start against the Mets. So yep. look, it's, you know, he got blown up one time, pitched well. He's going to be probably hot out the gate, fair price on him. So I think that's your player pool between the four pitches right there. It's, you know, if you want to go up top to Ray, but probably the best landing spot, Javier, two for me. And then between Dustin May and Lizardo, only two other guys I'll be really targeting. Any thought on Peterson? Like anything there? He had a couple decent starts when he got the opportunity last year. You know, he's 6,600 GPPs only against a you know somewhat weak Miami lineup. Yeah, I think there's some value in Peterson. I think that's one of your probably lower-owned uh, plays you can go to, especially if you're going to go Ray, and then you pump in Peterson. You're sitting at 1,600. I have plenty left for you know, hitters in this. So I, I, you know, I kind of, I don't love Peterson, but if we pop that in, we're at 4,200, 4,300 for our batters. That's a really nice spot. And um, again, when you're in a smaller slate, um, you're able to kind of play those lower values a little bit if you're going to pay up for batting. So, because look, you need to hit on pitchers in big slates. If you hit one of the two here and then hit all your hitters, you can survive. You've seen you know, the frost flakes on some of these winning lineups at times. So I'm okay with Peterson as a, as an off the center play. I agree. Okay. Uh, one thing I was a little bit surprised about, you know, when you look at park factors, everybody gravitates to Coors Field, Cincinnati, but for whatever reason, Seattle is, is creeping up as one of the betting hitting environments, yeah. um, which was, you know, when you think about Seattle back in the day, you know, go back five, 10 years ago, it wasn't a place you saw many home runs. So whatever changed out there, I don't know, but I know the facts and, and the reports that are coming out. Um, so looking at Seattle going against a bullpen guy, maybe, you know, he goes a couple innings, maybe he goes a little bit longer. I don't know too much about Gaddis, but I have a feeling Seattle will be popular going into tomorrow night with the softest of matchups here. Is that the first spot to pick on? Do you think they're going to be too high owned, you know, on a five-game slate here? Your thoughts on Seattle as the top stack? Yeah. First off, Scott, thanks for checking in. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're back. We're at it. We will definitely be putting up video content, trying to get every weekday slate, and then we'll cover the weekends on our serious radio show here. But thanks for checking in. And as always, uh, good to hear from you. Yeah, Seattle's probably, you know, if they're not 1A, they're 1B. I like San Diego a lot, too, against Kyle Freeland. But um, the ability to attack, you know, a bullpen pitcher early and often, you kind of saw it with the Braves earlier today. I mean, you can call Patrick Corbin what you want, but he couldn't even get through the third inning, had about 85 pitches by then. So um, he's in essence. Him, like, Dave, just so you know, I call him Patrick Corbin. That's 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 what I that's what I expect from him. I call him Patrick Corbin. When yeah, he they, doesn't pitch like that, then I'm like, who is this guy? But 
Looked like Patrick Corbin today. And that's what I expect out of maybe Hunter Gaddis tomorrow. You, you're able to attack early, and then, you know, it's tough. Bullpen games can be tough because then you're seeing a different arm every inning or two after that. So that's my only fear in a bullpen game. you got to get this guy, you know, first, second time around. Um, but, you know, with that said, they're 1A or 1B for me. I do like San Diego a lot. Freeland, you know, he's a little better outside cores like everybody else, but that San Diego lineup this year, according to baseball reference and, and fan graphs and everyone else, second, third best lineup in the league right up there with the Blue Jays. So um, I like San Diego a lot tomorrow too. Yeah, one other point of advice uh, I'm going to put out there to everybody. Um, Earlier in the season, there are places where there is a dome and there yes. are places that are hotter than New York right now or somewhere in the Northeast or, you know, Minnesota or wherever, you know, games will be taking part the next couple of weeks until it heats up. And, you know, cold weather favors pitchers and, and hot weather favors hitters. So check your weather. You know, if you got players out on the West Coast, chances are, I know it's been cold in Cali. But chances are it's going to be warmer, you know, than, than New York and, and the East Coast, Boston, you know, anywhere down, you know, up north. Um, and then, you know, these dome games, you have a controlled environment. So you should see better at-bats there for these guys as well. So San Diego, yeah, look, you you got Kyle Freeland. You know, he's better than Patrick Corbin. Um, he's better not in Coors Field. But these, these teams play a lot against each other. So they see each other a lot. So advantage goes back to the hitters here. So – you know, Machado and Bogarts and Cruz, they're going to mash him most likely. Um, they're going to be popular most likely. So try to find ways to get different. If you're going to go out there and stack the Padres, you know, maybe go a little bit different with pitching to get different. And when we start talking about stacking, anybody who's been listening for the first time, maybe just betting, you know, and you don't really play on DraftKings and FanDuel. If you want to stack, you want to get four people in your lineup on FanDuel or five people in your lineup on DraftKings or at least have some kind of correlation with three or four hitters, two or three hitters um, from one of these stacks, and you can mix it up. So when we're talking about stacking, that's what we're talking about, getting you know as many players in the lineup as possible against a pitcher that you want to attack. We like the Padres, of course. We like the Mariners as well. Uh, Dave, Dodgers, you know, they're probably pretty good any day of the yeah. week. <laughs> they're, they're pretty deep as well. They're going against Merrill Kelly. Kelly was good last year, though. So thoughts on the Dodgers? Who lines up as number three for you? Or, you know, maybe your your lower own stack that you think could be the winning stack to have on, on, on Friday night? Yeah, I mean, if the Dodgers are interesting. Kelly, you know, had decent success against them last year. But, I mean, they would be a team, you know, I want I just want to see how that lineup meshes this year. I'm not probably jumping out the window to grab the Dodgers anymore as they lost. You know, Lux was a the guy they were really relying on. Lost him in spring training in the preseason to a season in the injury. The loss of Trey Turner was big for oh, them. Oh, Trey Turner, that guy's good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah supposedly. I mean, he only hit a triple today. And, yeah, and but, yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty good, but um, Captain America, man, it almost almost helped them win. But uh, Trout, not that good at baseball. He can't hit Otani, so no, no, he can't. But um, that that was a shame. But it was also about 101, so it, it was coming in there pretty hot. So yeah, I don't gotta I hurt. Don't, I don't blame him too much. But if I was gonna go, I guess I would think about. No, I'll go Dodgers as my third stack. I mean, I I, I tempted the the Rockies, but. Nick Martinez, he played for the USA in the World Baseball Classic and then left a little early after he started one game and they didn't need him anymore. 
Um, so he's not a guy that's going to go more than three or four, but San Diego's got a decent bullpen. So I'll go Dodgers as, as, as my three here. But to get different, I mean, I guess if I was really going to try and get different, I might try and play a team like Arizona against May. Um, I think, you know, like I said earlier, Carroll is one of the guys we like a lot. Marte's still there. Um, I like the kid out in the outfield, um, Alec um, Thomas. So there, there's some decent value I think you can get up and down with Arizona. Yeah, I think I think you might have hit on something with the Rockies too. I think they'll be probably one of the low-owned spots in a good hitting environment. I'm not scared about Nick Martinez at all. You got guys with some pop there with Crone, Mac, you know, McMahon, Blackman, Bryant. You know, even want to throw Moose Tacos in a in a in a in a stack yeah. or two. You know, look, this is this is a better lineup for San Diego when they're all healthy. So if Bryant can stay healthy, you know, at the top help that lineup get on base. Blackman, Crow, and McMahon for power in the middle of the lineup. Snake Martinez, probably going to be a decent day in San Diego, one of the better hitting environments. So I don't mind that. And then the Astros, they're stacked as well. Um, yeah. I know they, they they struggle with Cease. Yeah. But Lance Lynn, look. He was Lance great. Lance Lynn is – he's up and down, dude. Uh, like, he was great two years ago. Yeah. Last year, a lot of injuries, so he didn't really yeah. – you didn't really see – the Lance Lynn resurgence, you know, for a part two year. I don't know what to expect of him coming out. They might baby him, you know, after what happened to him last year. So I think the Astros also a good play too. I'm not really going to be looking to the Mets, not going to be really looking to Miami. Um, I think we hit on all the stacks, Dave. Bets here. Have you, I didn't bet a lot today. I'm going to be honest, man. I got so busy. You know, me and Ghost were working on the back end, you know, making sure the projections are all cooking tonight. Um, by the time I got around to it, man, I don't have any action. I can get some action before these uh, 10-10 games. So if you do like anything for these 10-10 games that you're betting, let me know so I can get some action later on. But um, thoughts on a betting perspective, man? I know you're not betting the Mets because why would you ever bet the Mets? What teams do you like? You know, you got some juice on these favorites. Do you like any over-unders here? What are you thinking? I like the Marlins tomorrow. I just am a big fan of Lizardo. Um, I think the Marlins. Take your first be- five then. Like, at least give me a shot to have my Mets victory and you win. So maybe go first five right. on Lizardo. All right. I'll go first five. But then, I, you know, it might be a little favorite. But I mean, you know, Big Park, I, I'm going to look at no runs first inning, Dodgers and the Diamondbacks minus 135. I think it's a decent number there. Again, with the change at the top of the of the Dodgers lineup, I know they still got Betts and Freeman and and um, the catcher, but it, I just um, I like the NRFIs and some of these odds when they're under one fifty. Um, was able to get an NRFI in that Brewers Cubs game today just because it's just cold, it's freezing cold out in the Midwest. But you know this plate's a little warmer, but I think both pitchers are decent. We'll come out throwing hard early. I think you take advantage of them the second time around the lineup. So that that's my second bet. I like the Marlins and I like the Dodgers, Diamondbacks, NRFI. Okay. All right. Uh, if I had to make one bet, I'm not going to be official on this yet, but I'd probably lean on the over in the Seattle-Cleveland uh, game. I know Rays look good. Um, I know he's a favorite. I know we like it for DFS, but I think Seattle's going to score on a young kid, Gaddis. And, you know, on the backside of it, Seattle, Robbie Ray, he can still strike out 10 people and let up two or three runs, too. So yeah. I, I would lean towards the over there, seven and a half. I want to see the weather, though, um, see, you know, what Seattle's looking like tomorrow night. 
So we have time to bet that. I'll place my bets in Discord officially, potentially on Twitter as well. So give us a follow at Windaily Sports on Twitter. Go to WindailySports.com. You'll have links all over the place to hop in our Discord for free. It's in the show notes as well on YouTube. So make sure you check us out there. Um, over seven and a half, like that. Um, I can get down with first five Miami with you. Lazardo definitely has the matchup there. And then no run first thing. I just want to ask you, Dave, like, I bet it before. Yeah. What's your strategy behind no runs first inning? Because I know a lot of people want action. What is – is there like your own sequence of research that you do that say, all right, this is the game to go ahead and attack it? Yeah, two things. And a lot of times it takes a little bit of, you know, play into the season to really get a groove of it. But a lot of times I look at, you know, teams and their success rate in scoring the first inning. I look at pitchers and what they do in the first inning, and I try and – Bottle those together. You, you've you always heard it before. The best way to get to an ace is to try and beat them in the first inning. So a, a lot of times I won't necessarily, you know, line up with the aces and the NRFIs. I'll look at more of the mid-tiers, the twos and threes that are looking to come in here and, and really try and dominate a lineup early while the aces are really trying to, you know, get their groove so they dominate later. So I just try and look at those trends of how pitchers have fared in the first inning or the first time around with the lineup and as well as how teams have performed in the first inning. Uh, now it's tough to do in game two, right? Obviously. Um, so I'm looking at two number twos that really, I think, um, want to get out to a hot start. And that's one of my big reasons I, I I like that tomorrow. So what's your bet tonight, man? I got no bets right now. Well, Anybody's listening won't. live right now. What is your bet for opening day, night game? It's got to be, what, 10 o'clock game. There's a couple games out there. I made a quick lineup myself. Uh, so I got a lineup in, but uh, – what do you got for a bet, man? Let me trail some. Yeah, well, I like Anthony Rendon to over his hit total tonight. Anthony Rendon hit 500 in spring training, 18 for 36. It's not like it was like a small sample size. I think he's back. They're saying his, his uh, the velocity off his bat is up two or three miles per hour from last year. It's a little juiced up. It was about 160 when I got it earlier, but just trying to ease into a win. I feel like Anthony Rendon's a great spot tonight. Um, What's the play though? You got him over 0.5 hits or total yeah, bases? Hits. I mean, because it's the same thing when it's 0.5, you know, total bases and hits. So I, I it's the same line, but I'll say it's hits. Um, and I will say this much: they're going against a young kid that came over in the um, Matt Olson trade from the Braves. Uh, I was surprised he's he's coming out as their number one starter. Baseball prospectus has him as the sixth best starter for them. So a little surprising they had him rolling out. But I also like Otani over those six and a half Ks. I know Oakland's like perplexing and, and tough and some of these Ks early, but six and a half seems a little light for a guy that's already got in some decent amount of work. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at these lines. 170, a little it's heavy. A little high. Yeah. It's a little heavy, juicy. I don't I remember one time last year, I thought it was a mistake, man. Trout was over. I think it was over a, a one and a half bases against somebody. I'm like, and it was plus money. Looking back, I bet a lot of money on it, but I wish I bet more money on it because he just went out there, hit like multiple home runs against him. But yeah, total bases, always a fun thing to do. We'll be putting them in our Discord when we have a full slate to look at um, every single day. There's a props channel. There's a betting channel. There's DFS channels for every single sport. So we'll be in there. Um, I'm going to bet one of these bets with you. I like Yvonne's bet. I like this minus one and a half tonight because you can get that. And I'm not a big run line guy, by the way. I, I typically like to play a little safe on the money line. But a plus 100 against Jermaine Marquez, I'm okay with it. I think in it. So 
Um, I like the play, Yvonne. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride that. And then yeah, I, I know it was 110 this morning. It's like 130 now, Ed. Um, I think it I mean it might even be higher, but I I I still think there's value in it. All right, we'll see how it goes. Now I got some live bets going too, man. So Dave, get us out of here. Uh, right. Obviously, check us out on Sirius. I'll be on tomorrow with Joe, eight to ten. We'll have some live bets on the Fancy Channel. Back Saturday, five to seven p.m. And then Dave and Tony will be talking about the Phillies for two hours straight, seven a.m. to nine a.m. on Sunday morning as well. Actually, no, you're going on vacation. Well, so, yeah, but no, I mean, I, I'm I'm not Phillyed up. I, I, I oh yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. But no, no, yeah, I am going on. But I'll be definitely connected still. Uh, doing some shows, writing some content. So we'll have it all for you here at Wind Daily Sports. The MLB is live and well, and we're covering it from every angle. We got our prize picks co- videos coming out each day, our core fours. Like I said, MLB is covered here. We got the prop models coming out, the projections. are, are When are they launching? Tomorrow? Projections are always up. Uh, they were up today. They're right. up on the site. Line of optimizer mm-hmm. up as well. Prop model, Ghost is working on a little bit before release. And we also have a stacks tool. And uh, a matchups to on Win Daily too. So go to WinDailySports.com. There'll be more cool things dropping all season long. And you know, in Discord, you have questions. We can answer them about stacking, DFS, props, all that kind of good stuff. So best place to be is over in the Discord. All right, that wraps it up for tonight. For the Friday slate tomorrow, March thirty first. Have a great one and win some money. Until then, we'll talk to you, Dave and Jason. Win Daily.